I'm Chris Ronzio. Welcome to Organize Chaos. When you're interviewing people for a job in your business, you may have to interview 10 or 20 or 100 people before you find the right candidate for the role that you eventually want to extend that offer to. And so what I would challenge you to think about is that even though one person gets the job, what do you do with the other 99 people? Well, I've got a couple stories to tell you. So the first story goes all the way back to when I was in high school and I was applying to universities. So I applied to a bunch of universities in the Boston area in New England. And my stretch goal, my stretch school was Harvard University. And so when I applied to Harvard, I went through the application process. I got a first round interview, which was really exciting, an in-person interview. And I went through that, that next round and I did my in-person interview and I waited patiently to get my letter in the mail. And so as all the letters started coming out, my friends are figuring out what schools they're getting into. And I was getting into other schools. I finally get this little envelope from Harvard and I opened it up. And inside was a very simple two paragraph kind of letter that said, you know, unfortunately we had you know, so many applicants and we were unable to reserve a space for you and we wish you all the best in, in your, you know, your search for, for the right school. And so I looked at this letter and I thought for a minute, that stinks. Like I, I was very upset. <laughs> I thought I had a chance. I had already picked out, you know, the maroon and gold shirt I was going to wear to my next interview. Like I was really excited. I thought I had a chance. But then I had an idea. And I got a little creative. And so around the same time, I had been printing out resumes. I was making resumes for my first business and uh, portfolios. And I was doing it on that fancy, thick resume paper. And that paper that was kind of like a linen paper was the exact same paper as what Harvard used for my rejection letter. And so I scanned the letter from Harvard and I loaded up my printer with this special paper and I pulled up Photoshop and I started to work my magic in Photoshop. And I took the Harvard rejection letter. I found the exact font that they'd used and I typed up this letter that used some of what they said in the letter, but then kind of embellished with my own crazy sentences. And so where they had said, you know, we had, uh, you know, 10,000 applications or something, I, I said, like, we had 10 bajillion applications <laughs> or, you know, where where they said, uh, you know, that I didn't, you know, meet all of their requirements. I changed it to you were just not smart enough to go here. <laughs> and so I made all these little tweaks to the letter and I brought that letter, my version of the letter into my guidance counselor. And I went to school the next day and I handed her the letter in the actual Harvard envelope, but with my letter in there, I handed it to her and I said, I feel like surprised and kind of offended. Like this doesn't seem like something Harvard would send out. I just, I don't know how to feel about this. And I, I, you know, I, I told her I was vulnerable. Like I'm really upset about this. So she took my letter and she was floored with, of course, my version of the letter. So she passed it around to the principal and the vice principal and it went to all the teachers and everyone is just 
can't believe how Harvard would actually behave so unprofessionally like this. And so it wasn't until the end of the day that I finally told them the joke and kind of made light of this situation that I was declined. But because of that little two paragraphs that I got from them, I was not a fan. I was no longer buying the t-shirts or wearing the hats or wanting to be a fan of this brand that I always hoped maybe I would end up at school at. And so Back to my initial prompt, when people are applying to your company to work for your company, even if they don't get in, how do you make that experience the best possible? Well, we have an incredible people ops team. We have an incredible recruiter. And within our company, one of the things that's always surprised me is when we get letters or notes from candidates after they got rejected saying how great the experience was and how they'll be rooting for us and how they'll be telling other friends about us and referring business to us. So how do we do it? Well, I think the first suggestion is to make your process, even your rejection process, really personal. Instead of just hitting the canned response from your applicant tracking system and letting people know that their application did not make it to the next stage, can you just send them an email, provide some useful feedback in the email, or you can do like we do and attach a short video, a Loom video or a Vimeo video, just with you explaining, here's what we were looking for and here's a couple of the areas where your experience just fell short a little bit. But it's not that we didn't like you, it's that this was a very competitive process and there were other candidates that fit this particular experience better. But we really liked you and would love to work with you again in the future and hope we get a chance. You know, if you can say something like that, it extends the person-to-person connection that you had during the interview or during the screening call or even during your emails back and forth before the interview. And that goes above and beyond what most candidates experience when they get to this point in the process if they are unfortunately rejected. So first, provide useful feedback and provide a personalized video if you can, no scripts. So then if you've been talking with this person through LinkedIn or anywhere else, follow up there too. Even if you send an email, send them a message on LinkedIn, close the loop and say, I appreciate your time once again, and I'll be on the lookout here for other opportunities that could be a good fit for you. Because if you do that, you're telling them that, you know, I really valued all the different channels that you communicated with us through. And I want to make sure that if an opportunity comes up, we keep you in mind for it. So you can also share other job referrals. You know, if you're in a business or an industry that has people looking for similar roles, I'm, for instance, in a couple different Slack communities that when someone doesn't work out with us, I pass along a few candidates and say, these people were great. They weren't an exact fit for what we were looking for, but I think they're great in a lot of ways. And please, if you're looking for someone, consider them. That can build a lot of goodwill. But the big picture here, the thing to remember is that it's kind of one of those like, it's not goodbye. It's see you later. You know, if you can keep these people warm in your network for a potential future opportunity, it may be at this company. It may be at another company. It may be for a different role altogether. But if you've gone through the trouble, gone through the effort of starting to build a relationship with someone, why not maintain it? Why not keep them warm? Because if you can do that, if you can continue to engage with people, then they'll continue to pour goodwill back into your company. You know, they may recommend friends for any new open positions that you have because it wasn't your business that was bad. It was the role that was bad for them. 
They may recommend customers. I got an email this morning from a candidate that we had turned down that said that he had already recommended several other business owners to our platform in hopes that they sign up. And so if you can continue to build that relationship, foster that relationship, you can develop referral partners, you can develop brand advocates, and you can build relationships that can last and can be effective later in your business. We've had people apply that two years ago, they were interviewed for a role. And then this year they come back around and they actually are a great fit for a new position that we have. And they're excited to finally accept the offer. And by cultivating those relationships, you're building this long tail of a recruiting funnel, this pool that you can continue to draw from so that every new role that you have for your company is not to a new audience, but it's to the same audience that you've already built this relationship with. Last tip that I've got that may be useful for you is we have a role on our website that has been there since the very beginning called Future Roles at Trainual. So anybody that wants to work at the business but doesn't know what specific role can get into our ecosystem by applying for future roles at Trainual. And in the same way that we market to applicants that were rejected, uh, we market to people that go into that future roles at Trainual. And when someone is rejected for a role, if they're a person we'd like to consider for a future role, they go into that same pool. And so again, this future roles pool for us is a place that we can market new jobs, market new roles that we're hiring for first before we post it out to a cold audience. We can post it first to this warm audience of people that we've been building relationships with. So the reminder here is that of all the people that apply and show an interest in your business, know that you can't hire them all today, but you can start to build relationships with all of them and you can make fans out of the people you reject. Just build that, infer- build that relationship, uh, show your personality, provide useful feedback to them and keep them warm, keep in touch with them. Hey, thanks for listening to Organize Chaos. If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe or leave a review and share it with anyone in your network that you think could use the information. If you want to connect with me, you can find me on social at Chris Ronzio on all platforms, and you can find Trainual at Trainual, just like a training manual. We'll see you next time.